0: This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station.
1: Now, uh, on the line, we have uh, Wong Chinwad. He's a political analyst with Penang Institute. Thank you so much, Chinwad, for joining us this morning. What do you make of uh, the the current, uh, uh, at least what we understand with with regard to the charges? uh, What do you make of this particular political spectacle at this point in time?
0: Well, this makes us in line with uh, in the same league with South Korea, Brazil, and Japan, three football nations, and Taiwan in the sense that ex uh, head of government may be prosecuted and jailed uh, for corruptions.
2: But this the- is- but is that a fair comparison, though? Because, I mean, looking at 1MDB, it's been described to be the world's biggest case of kleptocracy, right? So have we set the bar higher here, you think?
0: It certainly do, because that uh, we, we have been one-party state for the last five decades. So it almost gives you the sense of impunity that, uh, you know, if you're high enough, you get away with whatever crimes you commit. So that we have come across over this, and now... Uh, The message is very clear. Uh, You know, you nothing protects you. There's no guarantee you stay out of trouble just because you are powerful.
3: Uh, I also want to know, I mean, you know, this is uh, Datuk Najib Raza, the only person right now being charged. Uh, What about the rest? I mean, there are so many other names associated with this. Uh, Joe Lowe missing uh, in action. Uh, We have SRC International Managing Director uh, Nick Faisal as well, including many others, those linked to the 1MDB financial irregularities. The fact that the spotlight is on him, on Najib Raza and Najib Raza alone uh, today. Do you think this could change in the future?
0: I don't know. Certainly this is just the beginning. I think that there might be more charges on him as well as other people implicated. And the, the far, more far-reaching implication would be actually on AMNO uh, and to a lesser extent PASS uh, and other Barisan National's component parties who would be, which would be implicated by this. So politically, they would have to come to a point to either disown and, uh, and, and repent over this or, or get delegitimized. So that the implication goes beyond the
2: legality, right? So, you know, given what has transpired over the last 24 hours, is that enough for AMNO to disown, uh, using your word there, that those three Najib, or does more have to happen before AMNO and perhaps uh, by extension other BN component parties can rid themselves of that toxic brand Najib? They,
0: they can't simply just disown them uh, by. by denying responsibility, but they would really have to do so searching They have to transform, own up their mistakes, you know, in a way denounce the old system and say, now we, we're going to pick up a new role as a constructive opposition in the new Malaysia. And this is far from what they are doing at this stage. <laughs>
1: What we understand also, Chinwat, has been. There's been a bit of a ruckus outside the courtroom. Uh, those are chanting support for um, for the former prime minister. Do you think that's going to continue?
0: They would, but I, I'm afraid that the crowd would not be not be big. And interesting enough, they were shouting "Allahu Akbar" used to be the past uh, chanting line. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much. That was Wong Chin Wad, a political analyst with the Penang Institute. We're coming up to the news bulletin that we'll be back with more. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find
0: more great interviews, go to BFM.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, the business station.